welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I am also a huge fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television. We're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 130. One hundred and thirty. How's it going, James? Um, it's going pretty good. I can't complain. I got a short week this week, so I'm very excited. It's my Wednesday, technically, Ooh. so that's very exciting. Where are you going? Um, back home to see my. Oh, parents. that's right. Yes, that's right. I got a COVID test this morning, and then I'm not seeing anyone for the next forty-eight hours, and then hopefully it's negative, and then I can see my family because I love them. You know. Nice, that's great. I yeah. like how we're recording this on a Monday, and I was about to say some stupid, snide, like snarky thing about the president and COVID, but in two days' time when this comes out, who knows what will have happened. It, it will, won't even be a blip in pop culture, because that's how fast people's <laughs> attention spans move, and we are the dumbest people, and we deserve everything bad that happens to us, because that's who we are. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well... Uh, speaking of bad things happening to us, do you want to introduce our guest? Uh, I sure do. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strick. We celebrate the return of dear leader to our most hallowed office. <laughs> assuming that happens and it's Wednesday and everyone's happy now. and Yeah, assuming, assuming he hasn't died or something else Sorry, happened. James, you can't say died. Assuming he hasn't continued to not live. Sure. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. I hope he dies. <laughs> <laughs> Cowards, uh, if you disagree, send us angry emails. I know that it would be like, it would probably cause all kinds of like horrible things. And like, there's a lot of wisdom in like, uh, you know, politically. Uh, all I'm saying is that I hope he dies as a person. Sure. Oh, yeah. It would <laughs> yeah. be convenient. If you take yeah, if yeah, you yeah. take away the repercussions for what it would right. mean. Exactly. The questions that would arise in the aftermath and all this and the other. Just on a human level, he does not deserve the gift of life. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, politically, I don't think it would be good. I think he all is, kinds of bad things would happen. He was However, born inches from home plate, has, squa- has failed upward, and still managed to squander all the best parts of it. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, we don't like him. <laughs> He's a bad guy. Turns Hot. out we've been right all along. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what... Hard pivot, what have you guys been cooking? <laughs> uh, Joe, thank you. And also, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's good to see your faces. I had a rough day. Yeah, I didn't have a great day either. Uh-huh. James? I've had better, but overall <laughs> it wasn't bad. It did Ooh. start, that COVID test in the beginning was not, it was the it was the worst one worst I've had. I've had, a, I've had a few of them, and it was, this was the worst one to the point where in between nostrils, the nurse had to be like, are you okay? <laughs> uh, which was emasculating and comforting. I, li- I, I like that. It's good when we all come in on the same page like this, because uh, it's good that we all, you can feel the tension in all of our respective brains. It's just like, it sucked. Be funny. It sucked. Be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell a quick story um, involving something that I cooked this week, but it's just a lead into something else that happened. Uh, in, so this fits with everything being terrible. Uh, okay. So yesterday I Johnny, started making great setup. Thank you. <laughs> I, it was, it was succinct and uh, poignant. <laughs> uh, I started making a cauliflower soup yesterday. 
uh, which I was very excited to make. And then as I'm making the soup, I get a text from my girlfriend that says, hey, can you do me a favor? And I said, sure. And it said, could you... Uh, uh, could you not make me cauliflower soup tonight? <laughs> <laughs> uh could you start running a bath uh i'm i need to soak my arm and i said what happened and what i came to found out is she was walking uh her and her friend had gone to the met yesterday and she was walking on the sidewalk and in new york city there are these gates grates on the side of the ground that go down into cellars and restaurants and she walked over one of them and while she was walking on it someone from uh, underneath opened it and flew her into the air Whoa. and she landed Whoa. on her arm and thought she broke her arm so then we went to the er and so uh i would okay she does Johnny, not have a first things arm. first how's the soup it's very good so the point of this story is i was able to multitask making a bath for her and finishing the soup and it's very good <laughs> very nice okay no no other details needed on the next story <laughs> moving on yeah <laughs> Uh, we went to the ER. Most efficient ER experience I've ever had. We were in and out in under an hour. Uh, wow, really? Yeah, it was incredible. We came that's, in that's and... That's the quickest arm repair surgery I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she has a metal arm now. Uh, <laughs> uh, her. She got x-rayed, not broken, but like dislocated. She got, wait, and... she got x-rays and all that within an hour? So we walk into the ER... They say, can we help you? She said, I think I broke my arm. And I said, okay, he needs to get a quick temperature check so he can be your guest. They temperature checked me. We walk in. We get intaked. Uh, she talks with them. They put her in a sling. They go do x-rays. They get the x-ray results, tell her that it's not broken uh, and that she should ice it for like about a week. And if it's still hurting, come, like they gave her a bunch of stuff to do. And then we were out the door 45 minutes. One, wow. My one note on all that, uh, John, it would be in-tooken, not intaked. Sorry, in token. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and my note uh, on that would be, had she broke her arm, this would be a way better story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's always yeah, better and, when someone gets hurt. <laughs> right. So it's like a cauliflower soup where you like boil it for a while. <laughs> and then you fry up some cauliflower and brown butter and you use that as a garnish. It was very good. Ooh, it's that the, does sound uh, very, very it's good. It's America's Test Kitchen's recipe uh, from What's Eating Dan. It's like buttery and delicious. No cream at all, though. It's very good. Oh. Very nice. Healthy, also, good. Her arm's also not broken. Very happy to hear that your girlfriend is okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, that's why that the timing. Two things on that: the timing of going over those things right? while someone's coming out, and that person didn't know that she was up there, so they opened that thing with enough yes. force, with enough force to throw a human to begin with. So, how angry was this person opening that door? Or, right. or was was she possibly impeding someone trying to escape? You know, was someone finally making a daring escape from a brutal basement, <laughs> yeah. and she yeah, had to I mean, be stepping over it? Our friend that she was with said she flew into the air, so he must have. A, uh, what she thinks this means is that my girlfriend is just so light. That, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's crazy. Also, what I think it means is those doors lock from the outside. So he must have gone in, closed them, which I don't think you're supposed to do, and then opened it. Right. You know what I mean? He's, like, you can't well, open probably, it from below. He probably went in and he might not have had, like, um, a cone or something. You're required, I believe you're required to put out a you cone or put out something out, yeah. if it's open. Because oh. people have tripped and fallen into them. So maybe sure. he just went under there and then didn't have the thing... And didn't she want might to have face, legal like a recourse to get That'd a little money. Yeah. To do so, I mean, she'll have to call Just Salino as Barnes is no longer with us. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, Barnes. 
800-800-800. That's not his <laughs> number. Or their no, number. That's not, that's not a even Right, no, you're thinking numbers. of six. That's like, only, six, it's also only number nine numbers. Six? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah was the, was the number. gentleman who chucked your girlfriend <laughs> at least um, apologetic? Um, I think so. I, it, she said he didn't speak much English, but he looked scared that uh, bad things were going to happen. Okay. Yeah. But they were very nice. And uh, uh, <laughs> this is also a side thing of it. Uh, I got a screenshot from her a little bit ago. Uh, La Crusade, the cookware, was doing a giveaway. And we're like, we're celebrating whatever. And we're giving away a, a Dutch oven. And her sister wrote in the comments, my sister is the most deserving person I know. She was recently upended by an in-ground grate. Choose her. <laughs> You know, it's, you know what we didn't uh, uh, posit is that it could have been someone trying to open up the door so that Dorothy could get in and away from the twister. Okay, I said this is I told her that it was a reverse uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, same page. And then maybe. sent her the clip. I love that you went there. Have we ruled out an assassination attempt? I don't yeah. know no. if yeah, I don't know. Assa- Great point. Assassination by way of uh, reverse defenestration. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it would have been the best and worst plan in that it was executed perfectly, but did not, in fact, kill her. It w- and probably ultimately wouldn't have because she would have to have landed on all of her spine at the same time. I don't know, yeah, though. No, if, it would she have been was, great. if he was a little bit stronger and she was a little bit lighter, maybe she could have been launched further into the air. You know, there's, <laughs> there's different variables here. Right. No, it's I think also to... kind of. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead Joe. No, no, no. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're very good at this. Uh, I was going to say, I think she'd have to be heavier because the more mass that she builds, the, the greater uh, velocity she can build on the way down. Uh, right, I don't that's believe that's how gravity works. Well, it is how physics works for me. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's how gravity by John Mayer works for me. Did take honors physics 13 years ago. So <laughs> I know a thing or two. Uh, the other, the alt to the Wizard of Oz that I was thinking of sending her was it was like uh, the scene in the Italian Job where that Pepsi blue banner goes over the ground when the uh, money truck falls through. You know what I'm talking about? I never saw the Italian Job. You yeah. see, that's I why I went with Wizard of Oz. It was much more universal. My my mom my mom said uh, you don't want to see any movie about those dang Italians. Is what she said. Right. Yeah. 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 I said the same thing, but with Mini Coopers. <laughs> um. <laughs> What have you been cooking? <laughs> uh, what have we been cooking? Man, I mean, a bunch of other better things, but this one is the recent hit, which is uh, we did like uh, like the pre-made orange chicken, you know? from Not mm. from Trader Joe's, but I think from Aldi. Man, oh man, it's so the good. Be- it's, there's nothing better in the world. Here's what, here's what plus it up. So we did that with some white rice, and then we... Um, uh, blistered up some shishito peppers with it, but ooh, I love a uh, shishito pepper. Big fan of a shishito. Um, I also had uh, a hidden leftover McDonald's sweet and sour sauce in the fridge. So for leftovers today, I threw that all over the rice and mixed that all in. Just it, just a great addition. Wonderful. Hell yeah. Wonderful stuff. Sounds delightful. <laughs> yeah, man. Jimmy. Um, what have we been cooking? We didn't really cook a whole lot. Olivia made this uh, vegan dish last week that was very good. It was just like a, it was almost like a uh, vegan chili, basically. It was mm. delicious. And then we made California burritos yesterday. 
Ooh, uh, French okay. fries? Yeah, with, it's just it's just burritos with French fries in them, and they were right. unreal. I plussed up the French fries with some spices and stuff, and we just had like ground beef. It was oh my god, so goddamn good. I had delicious. One of the, I'm not usually crazy about like a shoestring fry, but we went to this place, uh, buttermilk buttermilk channel, over by us, and got, oh yeah, uh, they have a kick-ass fried chicken sandwich. They also do a really mean um, short rib hash, but the sandwich came with like these little shoestring fries that were fucking awesome it's a great spot i fucking love french fries so much they make big, everything so so good big fan uh anyway none of us have ever seen the regular show no so, yeah. we still haven't seen Two regular weeks in show a row. <laughs> hey, you know what would go good with these sandwiches funny internet videos Ooh, that's kind of meta hey what's up guys welcome back to binging with babish where this week i'm double dipping into the same show two weeks in a row because i'm curious can we improve upon the classic combination of butter two slices of white bread and some yellow american cheese to make the ultimate grilled cheese or a grilled cheese deluxe yeah i uh enough already Last week, when we said that uh, that we would not see regular show for some time, boy, egg on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Can't turn right back around and punch you with it. However, there, I feel like there's lots of good content in this to talk through, so I feel like oh, we, yeah. don't need to, we don't need to belabor you, you a regular show. You were laying on the scorer's table of the pod, and then someone from up in the stands threw a cup of the regular show at you, and you charged into the stands and started punching fans. Yes, I did. Uh, God, a that fun rules. malice in the palace reference. I'm reading uh, Shea Serrano's book of basket or Ooh. basketball and other things. And is uh, it? I bet it's great. It's very, it's very fun. Um, I love he, him. The way that he writes is very fun. He's such a good writer. It's also been like he has a lot of player references where it's either people that I forgot or people that I didn't know of. Like, do you know who Nate Thurmond is? Mm, doesn't ring a bell. Uh, he is, uh, he was a player in the 70s, maybe the, into the 80s, but his hairline is, is, essentially he's got a Costanza, but it's a little further up in the back, so his hairline is just this oval that goes towards the, like, towards the, the oval of the back of his scalp. It's hilarious. Uh, but he used him as a reference for, like, creating a player. He's like, I would not want to get Nate Thurman's hairline, is what's the bit. <laughs> um, I like anyway, it. it's a fun book. The end. I'm into it. Uh, okay, let's talk grilled cheese. So he does a bunch of different things. I think this is one of the first episodes where he really goes through kind of step-by-step step and does multiple versions of each step. He, Yeah, this was a good... Yeah, this, this seemed like an extremely fun. labor-intensive uh, right. episode for him. So but, he, he started by doing a, a regular grilled cheese. He did white bread and American cheese, which, as we know, is very good, and James would say is the epitome of the art form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and you got mad at his is something about what he did in that. Oh well, section. he just did the stupid. Uh, he this, I, I mean, I'll come back to this. He did it, it. He did it for aesthetic purposes, I believe. But like, he had the corners of the cheese not lined up with the corners of the bread, oh, so they dangled over. And it's like that. It's just a waste of cheese. It's a horrible thing you're, to do. You're creating bread only bites. Yes, exactly. Don't do that. Right. Oh, so like the corners are going to be bread only and then a little. Although I do like a nice cheese that drips into the pan and gets crispy. I do enjoy that a lot. Sure, but that can be done without getting corner only bread bullshit. Yeah, you do you're that right. by adding one or two extra slices of cheese and those go out a little further so that your overlap in the middle is met by more slices. Yeah, sometimes what I like to do is just fold up an American cheese slice in my mouth and put it over the burner and have it melt inside. <laughs> 
So as your skin starts to blister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Johnny can't taste anything anymore, but it's just about texture. Oh, absolutely. Uh, okay. So he makes that first grilled cheese, which is just a control group, a solid grilled cheese. We all know it. We love it. So what he does the first time is he uh, experiments with four different types of fat on the bread. So he does one butter, one butter with mustard, one olive oil, and then one something Mayonnaise. else. Mayonnaise. Yeah. What are our thoughts on a mayonnaise uh, uh, crust it's, on a grilled cheese? It's perfectly fine and perfectly serviceable. Butter is better. It's just. I, yeah, I was. I weirdly, I think I was raised on mayo, and then it wasn't until I got, I think, to college that I was like, oh, butter on the outside, that's the move. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I would, only go, I would on only go with mayo on the outside if I was out of butter and I wanted to. It. It's right. good like, to oh, know that you good can substitute. use that. Right. It's like, oh, I have this and like, but butter's the way to go always it makes right. it it adds so much more flavor it it's the key to a good grilled cheese and i'm gonna go ahead we and love say butter. this uh un- unless the apocalypse hits and i have no way to obtain it i'm never gonna be out of butter it's not gonna happen would you rather have, have a butter it. on the outside or a country crock or is that you more spoon fodder don't i'm not putting country crock on the outside that's a, that's a while i'm making it snack <laughs> yeah, that's a, he pours that into a whiskey glass and just kind of <laughs> sniffs it while it, while yeah, he yeah. Cr- cooks. Yeah, Here's it's like how- truffles. You don't want to waste it, the flavor and aroma by cooking <laughs> it. Uh, I'm a, it. It's been well documented. I'm a big fan of just taking a spoon to things that a spoon can be taken to: peanut right. butter, butter, uh, you know, whatever. Here's how I know I've have have found the, my soulmate is that uh, my fiance found this particular kind of icing that she's been looking for forever uh rainbow chip icing by can't remember who it is but she saw it in the store and she's like lost her mind and then immediately went into the freezer for us to occasionally pull out and take just scoops of (laughs) Uh, nice it's a beautiful thing it's a spoon couple he had some buddies come in and test his uh his creations i believe butter one of them was a, one of them was for butter and one of them was for olive oil. But he was like, yeah. "Butter's the move." Olive oil. That guy who like it. light olive oil on his grilled cheese. Like, can we trust any of his no, other opinions I, throughout I the rest of the video? I immediately wrote that dude off. Whoever it was, I think it was don't Sawyer. trust him. It was Sawyer. So he immediately uh, just negated that he yeah. could be a valuable tester for the rest he, of the video. Yeah, he's basically not a person to me anymore. Uh, also, have you ever even heard of a grilled cheese made with olive oil? No. It's crazy. It feels, it feels like something like if. If some, I'm sure it's fine, but if like a Michelin star type of place was gonna do their take on a grilled cheese, I'm guessing it would involve olive oil. But in the same know, breath, man. why would they? Because then they would have access to like the best butter, and they would just be yeah. Like, yes. I don't think no. I think I honestly think it was. This is why Sawyer was so uh, sus is because it, I honestly think he used olive oil just for aesthetic purposes to make it look like, oh, I have four things laid out. It fills up the space. So he, it was kind of a throwaway. He didn't even cook it that well. And it, was, right. it wasn't even that toasted. And he, Sawyer still liked it. I'm like, you, come on. What, what are you doing? It was also the yeah. first uh, mention of the Babish Culinary Universe as far as I He did tell. say Babish Culinary Universe. I did which, notice that. Which is now the name of the channel. I I wonder, though, if there is some uh, – it's a weird test to do the, the bread and just, like, a spread because it probably does taste different. Because I do bet that bread and olive oil together taste better than bread, olive oil, and, like, you know, American cheese. That's probably fair, yeah. Uh, well, speaking of, he did – didn't he do – oh, no, it was just – but he did the one right after that that was the cheddar toast on the outside of the 
as oh, if you that's could right. do like right the cheddar of the the cheddar as the butter of the yeah. Mixture. That's a Chef John from foodwishes.com method for how to make a grilled cheese is grilled cheese on the inside and outside. That, Which is a lot harder to do in real life than people in the you internet. You have to have a, a barely used nonstick pan. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he um yeah, he does a good job with it and it looks great, but it yeah, did look del- it, it looked delicious and I was very jealous of how easy he made it look, but I have attempted that in the past and it is a fucking disaster well because it's yeah. the second time he's done cheese on the outside because he did that with uh, a grilled charlie which is peanut butter on the inside cheese on the outside oh right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah he actually he, he talks about this nonstick pan a good bit i actually got it when i moved my, to my last apartment it's like a 20 dollar pan and it's really really good it's like yeah. a really good nonstick pan mm. yeah it's the t-fall professional series and it's like 20 bucks on amazon i may ask mm. you for that because uh, i might be in yeah. the market soon yeah, I yeah, might yeah, too, no. and that's cheap enough where I won't treat it well, and I won't feel bad about treating. Yeah, it Yeah, no, poorly. it's um, yeah, no, it's um, that shit it's, will it's go well in the wa- in the dishwasher and uh, often. I'm, I'm putting <laughs> knives in it. I'm yeah. scraping it up. Yeah, I'm chopping <laughs> things up. It is now my cutting board and my pot. <laughs> I'm reverting to single guy shit with that pan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I may have lied to you. I think it really, might be more than that. You now. fucker! You're like, oh, sorry, it was two hundred dollars. They mean nothing to me. Money is no object. Uh, I mean, a okay, a ten point five inch is twenty nine bucks on Amazon. That's not bad. Right. It's Where a little more than get I think nine when I got bucks. It. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so then he goes through a variety of cheeses. Uh, all yeah, I mean, I, there's some cheeses that are good for grilled cheese and some that are not. Oh, yeah. but he also. We should discuss the fact that he is not giving those two aforementioned employees health care. Yeah, that oh, was a yeah. Little, that was a little. He snuck that in. That like was a, a little freaking bureaucrat. I wonder if this was around. I wonder if he does now. I fucking hope he gives him health care because if my if my self employed boss bought what I can only assume is a multi million dollar brownstone like in three. Brooklyn. And then put two floors of renovations into it, making it making studios. And I didn't have healthcare from him. I would quit immediately. I'd be right, out in so a location fast. that we definitely don't know where it is. We definitely have no idea where his house is. Absolutely. And who could? Right. Okay. So I think that this is. We're still like a good year and a half behind. I think this is around the time where he just started. Like this is his best friend that he like just employed. I would hope that by now. They all have health care. But at the start, what, I could see it being like, uh-oh, we're still a little fledgling. But I now I bet... 8 million subscribers is worth, but it hopefully it's health care for three or four people. Yeah, no, I, I would I would hope that... He seems like a good enough dude. I bet I bet they all have health care now. we had to deal with this today. Uh, Amanda and I went to try and get our flu shots at, like, the local spot that's nearby us instead of, like, a CVS or whatever. A mom and, and pop? Yeah. Yeah, what's, a, like, what's a local spot? What do you mean by a local spot? Like a Like a... Like a family-owned drugstore kind of thing, like okay. a regular, like a pharmacy that's not owned by a giant corporation. And they also, they are part of a set of branches. They're not like just Dave's or whatever, but like famous Dave's. <laughs> yes, they do barbecue. Uh, they and our insurance was like, oh yeah, we only do it. It's only covered if it's at Rite Aid or whatever. And it was uh, a fucking nightmare. It was so yeah. fucking frustrating. Yeah, that's what you get for trying to uh, support local. local business, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get this. We still did it anyway. Hero. Oh, claps wow. all around. <laughs> yeah. That's the way that the healthcare system works is if you just pay for everything out of pocket. <laughs> you are a hero, A. Uh-huh. 
and you definitely have all your money still. That's right. <laughs> uh, sorry, we were talking about the cheeses that he he fucks oh, around with. Oh, so a whole yeah, mess of he them. he does a ton of them, and then does a bunch individually, and then does a bunch of blends. And the blend that he lands on, I think, sounds delicious. Yeah. It's it cheddar. Sound delicious, and I I liked the Franken cheese that he made. Um, that looked very interesting because it had the the texture of American cheese with all the with all those flavors. Um, yeah, which it's I something think, that I would n- never go to the effort to do myself, but I love the idea of it quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, no, I would never. All of this is, I mean, it was a. This is also, this is why I think grilled cheese is the best sandwich and why I love it so much is because it's so simple and so repeatable. You can, and you can do it over and over and over again and make a delicious, wonderful sandwich. And like all that effort he put in, I bet it was better than a regular grilled cheese, but I don't think it was that much better than a regular grilled cheese. Like the levels are not so disparate that it's worth putting all that all that effort if you, in. if you plotted it out the uh roi would not be would no not be yeah he probably took the grilled cheese from like an 8.5 to a nine and it's like great you did it you did something good but not right not worth it but i don't right, think yeah. the texture of american cheese is part of what makes part of why i love american cheese in a grilled cheese and so having a tastier cheese with the same texture was yes, very I'm, intriguing I'm to me. I'm very on board for that. I think yeah. it'd be if I had like a, a Saturday and I wanted like a food activity, or if we were in like a global pandemic, like I might try <laughs> some. Like I think it could be fun. He takes gelatin yeah. and then he puts it in condensed milk and then what, puts all the cheeses and melts them in. What was it the seems like an interesting Johnny? thing. It was what was it? Cheddar, Monterey Jack, Parmesan, and a young Gouda. Is that right? Cheddar? No, it wasn't. Monterey. It was cheddar, parm, gouda, and Gruyere. Oh, you're right. Yes, Gruyere. But that's a that's a solid. Here's the thing. I don't have a refined enough palate to tell you Gruyere and gouda off top, but I know that I like all four of those cheeses. So combining them would, could only be good. Yeah, and the fact that he did s- such experimentation with all of them, like I actually do feel pretty good about like him saying that that was like the mix that was the best. Like I'm like, yeah, yeah you did you did a bunch of work here. I'm happy be, to reap the benefits. It'd be wild if he did like, and then I like if he started throwing curveballs in there. Where he's like, and then I tried like a, a dill goat cheese. You're like, why, <laughs> yeah. why would that ever work? <laughs> it is pretty close to the blend that was in the movie Chev. Chev. Uh, yeah, Chev. Uh, Chev mentioned drink cowards. Uh, so I bet he like he kind of like used that as like a jumping off point. You know, how do you guys feel about uh, like having some feta chunks in like a cheese blend like that, like? <sighs> Like I do. think it over. I think feta is a very powerful cheese and easily overpowers a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think it has to be. I, I love feta in a salad. I feel yeah. like in a grilled cheese, though, I'm like, mm, I'm a little. Yeah, and I also feel like feta is just kind of a, a uh, standalone, you know, singer songwriter by himself. Doesn't need a band. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll cop to that. I used to uh, when I worked uh, at a cafe in college, and I was like making a bunch of sandwiches and salads at work. I would take a little bit of a little bit of feta just to pop. Sure. Just like a oh, couple oh, of oh yeah. Popping cheese. No, that's that's the best part. Fuck yeah. Do the sprinkle it on your salad and then take a couple for daddy, you know, just right in the mouth. <laughs> couple for daddy. That's the side that's the spin-off podcast that's just James talking about foods that he eats by himself. <laughs> Watermelon and feta, phenomenal together. Ooh, can't say that I've ever I don't had know it. if I've had that. I know it's a thing, but I've never had it. And I've Yeah, like a watermelon feta salad. Yeah. Delicious. That feels like the best version of a thing that I don't like, which is the the tomato and uh whatever cheese with Caprese? balsamic. Yeah. Like mozzarella? Yeah, mo- Ooh, mozzarella, yeah. 
I love like it's that so with some basil good. is so good. So good. I, I honestly, I, a friend of you ours hate made tomato. it for us recently, and I just took the cheese and the balsamic, left the tomato. Right. It's delicious. But all that to say, the watermelon feta version of that like sort of flavor profile sounds delicious. Name names. Who did you uh, destroy their dinner party? Yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> what dinner party did you shamefully hand back a plate of tomatoes? Friends friends of the pod, friends in real life, Matt and Emily. Uh, oh. we, we went and hung out in their courtyard, open air, socially distanced. And, uh, you threw Emily tomatoes on their ground. very sweetly <laughs> made this, like, really an excellent looking plate of caprese. And I was like, I'm just going to have the cheese <laughs> <laughs> and i said it like that too which was yes. even more off-putting uh but then luckily my fiance uh took down the tomatoes so Excellent. we were good as a group you ate a whole meal mm-hmm. good <laughs> yes uh okay we so then the final the final bit of the uh well two more things that i want to talk about the sandwich and then we can move on uh first uh he puts two olives in at top as a little garnish which james hates but i actually kind of like no, I, I didn't hate it i didn't no, hate no, it no, joe me. hates it I oh joe hates it i get the two of you confused sometimes <laughs> our na- we our are very similar looking <laughs> james yeah, 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 is the yeah. only one of us who's any different because he has two extra letters in his name Right. I wonder if um, I. Th- I mean, I. Uh, I know us too well, but do listeners, do our voices sound similar at all? Do people get confused between our voices? Yeah. What? What can you tell who's speaking at any given moment? Well, yeah. Uh, you know the, the podcast we have where it's uh, uh, all of us starring in "It's a Wonderful Life" remake, <laughs> where oh, we're doing Jimmy Stewart a, impressions I, the whole time. I, I was going for a Don Knotts. Oh, all right. Interesting. I remember in high school, I listened to this uh, radio show called The Sports Junkies, and it was four white dudes who all sounded identical. (laughs) Yeah, that's a a tough one. I think we sound different enough, but I also, yeah, but I I also am just a white guy, so maybe (laughs) maybe all white guys sound alike. Who knows? Listener, write in. Tell us if we sound different. And also tell us if Don Knotts and Jimmy Stewart sound different. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Real quick, also, it was mentioned, but... uh, the, the Franken-cheese that he makes is an affront to science, but arguably one of the most delicious affronts to science that there is. Absolutely. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's, yeah, saying he absolutely will not get into so heaven much. because of that. <laughs> um, Some defiance of the Lord's will. Y- yes. Right. And then the final thing that I want to talk about is he does all of this, and then at the very end he's like, well, I couldn't call this the ultimate grilled cheese deluxe without making bread, and it was just very a, fun. Just a real kick in the dick for, <laughs> for your boy. Just, I was just, we were just cruising along, yeah. you know, just like, oh, what a great day. This we, is going to be a, we such a fun episode points. about my favorite sandwich. And then he just jumps out of a bush Smack and just Jimmy pops in the face me right in the nards. <laughs> he uh, does go through it pretty quickly, though. It's like a very did, quick bread. Yeah, he did. It was a speedy bread that was correctly overproved. identified as overproved. You guys did nail that. I'm uh, four seasons into the Great British Baking Show right now, and your boy can tell an overproved loaf at this point. <laughs> It's the best. Well, whose season are you Oh, on? it's so good. Uh, the season we're watching right now is... We started with... We, we go in weird orders. I think we did uh, five, four, one. We're on two right now. Have you met Rahul? Maybe. Uh, he's a, he's a impish little fellow with glasses. Uh, let me look him up. Uh, no, he's a season... Da, 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 he's da, like da, seven da. or eight, probably. Oh. Uh, the ninth season. Wait. Oh, because Netflix doesn't have they're, all of the yeah, seasons. Yeah, they're off American to British. But once you get to Rahul, let me know. He's uh, the ultimate king. Okay, hold on. Let me find an image of him. Oh, no, I've not been to him. I like okay. the looks of him, though. Yeah, he's fun. He looks like he's he makes a, a good fun, loaf. He's got a fun season. Great. Um, I'll let you know for sure. 
Thank you. Anything else on grilled cheeses? No, I want a grilled cheese. Yeah, I, I do. Like yeah, that. now I really want to fucking want a grilled cheese. That's they're so good. Dude. They're just the best. Should we correspond with some cowards? Let's sure. do it. We have <laughs> we have a follow up from last week from our dear friend Zach Levin. Oh, good. oh the brain dead mountain man <laughs> who grew up in bumfuck New York. Yeah. No, that that self same person. Okay. Uh, he writes to us uh, with the headline Plums Part Two. Excellent. <laughs> hey, so, listen, I'll respect I'll respect anyone who dies on a hill, okay? Oh, <laughs> right. uh, we do need to tell about our texting right after the show last week too. Anyway, keep going. Yes. Uh, okay, so Zach says, Dear John. <laughs> yes, excellent. Zach, I love you. Uh, if Joe Strix happens to be the guest on the show this week, could you please inform that wretched snake and your bunion-esque co-host that according to the USDA and Produce Marketing Association, the noble and delicious plum is the 18th best-selling oh, yeah. fruit in the United States. <laughs> yeah, he's oh, yeah, 18th! 18th! <laughs> Thank you for pre- you're admitting everything. No, right. uh, 18 you, you, is pretty good. No, it is yourself. not. That is yes, not the argument. Oh my god, I feel hang like on, I'm gonna on. lose my the mind. The fact that hang you on. never had the 18th most popular fruit growing up is insane. You only oh had you god. had a. That's not what. That's just that's okay. Okay, finish James, the, the number of fruits that you had growing up, you could count at one hand. Uh, 18 best-selling fruit in the United States in 2019, actually down from previous years, which shows it's downward trending. It rests just below blackberries and above nectarines in terms of popularity. Yeah. Nectarines, as you'll all remember, is like peaches and plums had a baby. Uh, I uh, do love that uh, I own the pod multiple times. We're like, it's like right around a nectarine. And the fact that they're next to each other is wild. Yes, that was perfect. Zach <laughs> uh, continues, globally, the plum stands about the same. Uh, where according to World Atlas, it sits at 16th in the world rankings. Who's ranking fruits for the anyway? Heroes. Uh, <laughs> uh, some fruits that plums are more popular than in the United States: acai, apricots, clementines, which I find a little crazy, coconuts, cranberries, figs, kiwis, grapefruit, yeah. honeydew. Passion fruit, persimmons, pomegranate, tangerines, and over 400 more. (laughs) John, please tell your abominable co-host Jacob, or whatever his name is, that plums appeal to both... You know my name, you son of a bitch. That plums appeal to both the poor and wealthy. Families with a household income of less than $25,000 per year were 5% more likely to buy plums than the 25 uh, to 49.9k range what? but figures rose dramatically over 50k where did he cite that source we do not have a source cited i, I trust guess, him i guess it's just boring middle class people that don't eat plums growing Ugh. up poor we took joy in our stone fruits <laughs> why do you hate poor people jacob <laughs> <laughs> Also, households with two children are 6% more likely to buy plums, but three or more, it topples a whopping 16%. I guess yeah. if you have objectively too many children, you're concerned with a high quantity of shitty fruit over the delectable quality of a plum. Finally, John, please let Jacob and Joe know that I'll be expecting their sincere, sincere apology for besmirching my good name and the good name of America's 18th most popular fruit, the plum. I won't be speaking to either of them until their contrition is observed. Regards, Zach Levin. 
Zach, I will pass it along. You are a hero and doing the Lord's work, no. and okay. I would rather have a podcast with you. A couple things. First of all, I never said that they weren't a popular fruit. You were acting as if they were up there with apples and oranges and bananas, which is insane. They okay. And as, as has been proven, they are not. They are no. 18th. I wasn't putting them the same levels. I was amazed that you had never had one. That is different. That is, first of all, that is not what you were arguing. But it is, I can say it is a little weird that I've never had one. But you were saying, you were saying that it was weird that we didn't have them all the time growing up. Okay, okay they but okay. weren't. Hold on. Did they you have a kiwi growing available. up? Did you have a kiwi? Yes. You see, I would take that as like, of course I've had a kiwi. I like, of course you've had a plum. It's not that they're in the same level as apple. It's just that like, if you never had one growing up, that is ludicrous. Can I? I'm, I, I pulled up the thing that he cited, which was from the the Produce Marketing Association, the top twenty fruits. The good people of the Produce Marketing Association. The good people at the. Produce. By the way, Zach, I still love you, and I yeah, will that's talk what to I. You. That's what I. I'll talk the... at you until you acknowledge me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you I'm really got to. You got Joe to the core, which is says that they're nineteenth. Yeah, they've dropped. What's... Yeah. So here we go. All right, number one, bananas. Kind of shocking, actually. Actually, tied one no, and that two. Makes... That's not shocking. Ba- bananas they're, and apples. Because they're a year-round fruit, basically, aren't they? Yeah. That's if fair. this were a family feud, like bananas and apples would I'm be number one in and number two. Banana-flavored candy. I think of all these <laughs> in terms of candy. <laughs> uh, Joe, I'm going to need you to uh, dig deep here and think of the actual fruit. Okay. Right. 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 So imagine this has healthy benefits. Right. Uh, never mind. I hate all of this. Uh, Bananas and apples tied number one at 69%. Yeah! Nice. Very, very cool. Uh, number three is strawberries at 62. <laughs> number four is grapes, also at 62. Oranges, 54%. Watermelon, 53%. Wait, what are these Lemons. percents? The percentages are... Because um, we've added up to far more than 100. Uh, saying they were buy- fruit sold. This is in terms of fruit sold. But uh, this percentage still makes no sense to me. Per- percentage of uh, consumers that they polled who said that they w- had bought these things. Oh, great. Okay, cool. Uh, so, sorry. Oranges were fifth. Watermelon, sixth. Lemons, avocados, peaches. Blueberries are tenth. Uh, pineapple, cantaloupe, cherries, pears. Now I'm going to say this is where things are going to start to get dicey in this bottom five of, of the top 20. Uh, limes. Oh, sorry. Now they will. Mangoes, raspberries, blackberries, plums, nectarines. Yeah, those those last the sixteen through twenty, the mango, raspberry, blackberry, plums, and nectarines. Those are like, in my head, those are like special fruits. Those are not like you're going to be having them all the time. Answer me this: out of that list of twenty, which one of those hadn't you tried growing up? I have not had a nectarine, a plum. Everything else I've had. Right. That's like yeah. I feel like. Having everything on that list at least once in your childhood is like a very normal thing. I never ate a whole watermelon by myself, but I have had watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen those videos of hippos eating whole watermelons? Oh. What? That's oh, Joey, you got to. Uh, that along with ducks eating peas are the two genres of <laughs> animals that I tolerate. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was late to the game on cherries and raspberries. I will say that. I'm not a big cherry fan. I like a cherry. Yeah, they're f- they're f- they're a fun thing to kind of like spit the pits out, you know. Cherry might have the biggest distance between the artificial flavor and the fruit itself. Hundred percent. What we what we have come to understand cherry to be is uh, a far cry. 
Right. I that think, and the that I and the blue raspberry. The, I think grape is the biggest because grape the Oh, grape might be. Actually well, none of them are close now that I think about it. Orange sure. is close. Yeah, it's all it's all formed in a lab to make you like sugar more. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I feel like orange is the closest. Yeah. Uh, I think banana is actually does a pretty good job. Yeah. It's just you're kind a... of every time you eat it, you're like, Do I like this? Which is how I feel every time I eat a banana. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, bananas, want... I think, are the fruit that make me feel the health. Like, I feel like I get the health benefits of bananas the quickest. Like, if I'm not feeling 100% and then I eat a banana, I do feel better after eating a banana. But a banana is a good thing to have laying sure. around in case you're about to get a hangover. Yeah, that's right. It'll, it'll break you back up. Do you, do you want to run it through real quick? Uh, thank you, Zach, and I'm sorry. Uh, do you want to run yeah, through? Yeah, the... Zach, the best thing you could have possibly done to get Joe to apologize to you is not acknowledge him. Yeah, I know I need it. I like I desperately need it. Uh, <laughs> do you guys want to run through the vegetables real quick? The top twenty. Sure, give me the top twenty veg real quick, and then we can get out of here. One, yeah, one to twenty. We go potatoes, of course. Sure. Uh, tomatoes, onions. Not a vegetable. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if He's tomatoes right. had showed up on the food I know, list, I'm, I would have I'm, thrown I'm, a I'm fit. Being, no, I know. Mo- uh, yeah. Right, uh, number three. I, I actually, monster. I actually prefer this <laughs> the way that they are determining vegetables. Uh, potatoes, tomatoes, onions, carrots, broccoli, bell peppers, lettuce, cucumbers, celery, salad mix is ten. That rules. interesting. Uh, corn. Where was fruit salad on the fruit list? Exactly. <laughs> uh, corn, garlic, mushrooms, cabbage, spinach, sweet potatoes, green beans, cauliflower, green onions asparagus is yeah 20. asparagus okay. making it in the top 20 baby so green Get onions is like there. my plums of the vegetable world number 19 <laughs> uh yeah all right all well right. uh zach thank you very much for defending me yet again you're a hero uh everyone please write in we have and fun with it based on the research you've done also a scholar you're two yes. things ah i do appreciate a well-researched rebuttal i will say that yeah zach is very well read <laughs> if you like the podcast uh, and you want to follow us for more content, we're at Gab with Bab on Twitter. Uh, we are Gabbing with Babish on Instagram. If you want to send us an email uh, like the uh, dumb little mountain man uh, Zach Levin did, <laughs> uh, you can send that to Gabbing with Babish at gmail.com. Okay, bye. We love you. Plums forever.